0: Welcome to the Mission City podcast. It is incredible to see what God is doing in this season, not just at Mission City, but everywhere. As God moves and challenges us, we come to the point of taking our next step. The thing that stops us is fear and lack of trust. Well, today, campus pastors Dave Cash and Chuck Foster talk about what it means to trust God. I hope that this discussion encourages you when you are asked to say yes. Let's go ahead
1: and get into it. Here are Dave and Chuck. Hey, good morning, Dave. How you doing, buddy? Chuck,
0: how's, how's it going, man?
1: Man, it's going good. Um, I'm looking at a your shirt choice. Did you did you do you have a like a camera into my closet and see me put my shirt on this morning?
0: I do. I'm that creepy guy. I'll have your wife call me every morning yeah. and tell me what, what you is put Chuck on.
1: What's <laughs> Chuck wearing today? <laughs> we she finally answered because this is the
0: first time I think we've ever met like this. That would be a pretty good prank. Like if I, like Cheryl would do it. Like if I called Cheryl, Cheryl and go, hey, tell me uh, do it. Call me every morning with what Chuck but wears on Monday. match and just wear the exact same thing. That would be pretty funny. It would be annoying. It'd be I, annoying. It would, it would be annoying. That's a good joke. Funny. I might patent that idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> patent it. I don't know if you can. Can you? you can, can you patent ideas? I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm not. Isn't sorry. that kind of how it works? We'll to, you yeah, to, yeah, all of
0: them are ideas, but
1: I have to be a, like a product, right? Right,
0: right. like you can't like, patent be a product.
1: I don't know if you're patenting <laughs> the idea of I'm stealing your clothes choice
0: and to look like you. I think that would be just hilarious, though. I mean, yeah. that would like if I showed up. It's a funny prank. If I showed up, like and somebody was like wearing what I was wearing, like every day for like a while, yeah. I would think I was like on Truman Show where something you know, I'm, I'm that that like yeah. I
1: don't know that I would catch
0: on that quick. I mean, oh, for sure. Like day one is just like, oh, this is funny. And then suddenly you're like are you, day yeah, what, seven. What he's the saying show. is that guys don't really notice what other guys are wearing. Yeah, like I'm, typically. Yeah, so. I typically also, true.
1: it took me like a, a smooth forty five minutes this morning to know that you were wearing almost the exact same shirt I'm wearing.
0: I don't know that I ever noticed.
1: That's a Columbia, right?
0: It is a Columbia. I like Columbia.
1: I, I do like Columbia. I like to fish. So Columbia is a good fishing rancher along with hook.
0: I'm not I'm not a fishery guy. My son wishes I was, but when I grew, I grew up... Well, I know you're not a fisher time, guy. So. You
1: know why? Because fisher guys don't use the word fisher guy. That's true. It's called a fisherman.
0: Fisherman. Yes. Well, okay. I was trying to not offend all two of our female viewers, my wife, your wife, and um, by just being, well, I guess that would still, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I didn't sorry. say fisher person, never the, mind.
1: The person who fishes, that would be, is that?
0: Yeah, politically is, correct. Is that politically correct? Yeah, I don't know. You know, by the time this airs, yeah. it's a week from today, because we, we film on Wednesday, show it to next Wednesday. By the time this airs, <clears> we will have had a very incredible weekend. Called the Man Summit, our second annual Man Summit. Now it's Wednesday here, so we're you know a couple days from it being Friday night. But we have um, our new teaching pastor who's going to be teaching this weekend to the next weekend, Matt Carter. Um, yeah, the Man Summit. What an exciting weekend! Man Summit always is.
1: I can't wait. I mean, it's 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 a highlight. We've been looking forward to Man Summit since it ended last year. Yeah. Now, we were tired when it was over, but it was like you're tired for like a couple hours and you're like, let's do it again. Yeah. Let's do it again next week. Yeah. It was so good. It and was we really had a good. lot of
0: feedback was too. Why wasn't it longer? Can we do it twice a year? Yeah. But what, you know, we do a mini man summit every Wednesday morning at Northwest called Man Church. And you do one, and I do one on Wednesday nights. Yes. Both of them are at 6.30 a.m. and p.m. Um, cause you're, and that's funny that how that worked out. Cause you're an early riser, and I'm not. I am an early riser. I'm not an early riser, and so I was up at uh,
1: four fifty this morning.
0: Yeah, I was uh, sawing logs. But uh, we do a mini man summit every Wednesday night uh, and Wednesday morning called Man Church. We're doing Philippians, and so uh, matter of fact, by the time this airs, we'll have just finished chapter one, and we will dive off into chapter two if you if you can come next week. So. That's always cool. What a
1: great book Philippians is.
0: Really learn a lot about how to say yes, which is the series that we just started, which is great about the Apostle Paul still saying yes to preaching the gospel in spite of the circuit. just, And he's trusting the Lord for whatever ends up happening to him because he knows he's about to go on trial where he could be put in prison the rest of his life, worse than house arrest, or he could be killed for his faith tortured whatever it might be but you know what he's like i'm still going to trust the lord and that's really what we're yeah talking about with today yes trusting god
1: today's whole thing on living a life worthy of the gospel in spite of your circumstances you know staying you know staying consistent staying loyal uh staying ready for battle you know that's all that's all trusting yeah, I mean it's all about trusting what God uh, is going to do and has done in your life, and you know I I struggle with trust. Do you? I I do. I've people in general. Or? Just you know in you you get burned a lot by people. You know you try to be um, fair, and it, sometimes you know people don't respond the way you want them to respond. Coaching can do that too. You can take some trust. I'm sure pastoring it's never happened. In the I'm pastoring, sure pastoring. You know? You know, it really—I haven't been—I haven't felt that. I'm sure if I do it long enough, you'll, it'll it'll happen. Um, but people um, people are tough at times and, and, and creates that mistrust that we have. But you know what's really cool is we we got a God we can trust. Yeah,
0: for sure, no doubt. Yeah. When I when I think about trusting God, one of the first passages I go to is in Hosea. Yes, Hosea is actually a book of the Bible. Hosea. Um, Jose, uh, uh, chapter 6, verse 3, it says, Let us know, let us press on to know the Lord. And then here's, here's the part. His going out is as sure as the dawn. He will come to us as the showers, as the spring rains that water the earth. But the part I want to talk about is his going out is as sure as the dawn. Because you think about it, a lot of times we mistrust, a lot of times we worry But we never probably go to bed going, what if the sun doesn't come out and it's just so dark tomorrow? You know, we don't have that worry. And the the writer there, the prophet Hosea, the writer here, you know, is talking about the most assured thing he can think of, which is the sun coming up, because nobody ever worries about that. And he's saying that God's going out, God's going forth, God's consistency is more than that, is as sure as the dawn. And so when we think about how... God has always been there. He's never let us down. He lets us go through things in order for us to learn to trust him more. But his sure, his going out is as sure as the dawn. He's there, and he's constant, and he's consistent. And so, yes, people can let us down. I accidentally let my family down often, my kids, my wife. There's times when... I work too much or I get home too late or I'm not giving them the attention that I should and I fall short oftentimes. But God's never let me down. He's never fallen short for me. And so, and that's what we have to learn to do is is trust when we're going to say yes. I can say yes because who is asking me? He's got a good track record.
1: Yeah, I mean, his, pretty, pretty I good. mean, his track record is <laughs> Pretty solid. I mean, you you don't know, you don't have to worry about that. And I think that's that sort of ties to my the thought that I had was you know it's in, found in Proverbs is you know trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And so much of my own understanding has come from experiences. I mean, I think all of us we have our brain or will go to what's what our experience has been whenever we're asked to trust or uh be put in a situation where we have to trust and you know and, in whatever world you're work you're living in or whatever, uh all you know is what you've experienced. Yeah. And so there's been so many times when I've uh tried to rely on someone and for their own personal gain or whatever and and I've been really let down. You know, and you're just like, man, I'm not turning any of that over anymore to to those people, or to, to parents, or whatever, uh, but God's saying, "Look, you've got to let go of your own understanding and trust me—that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to let you down. I've never let anybody down. I'll continue to be there for you. Right. So, I've got as a as a follower of Christ, I've got to lean into Christ and lean away from the things that I have experienced in my life, and that's hard. Yeah, it's very hard." But the more you do it, the more you place your trust in God for the, the different things in your life and let go and surrender, like we've been talking about, yeah. um, the more He proves Himself over and over again, just like the surety of the Son, mm-hmm. God's always going to be there. Yeah. He's always going to provide what you need. He may not always provide exactly what I want for my comfort. We talked a lot about right. comfort last week. He may not be, that may not be His end game for me, right. to grow me, but if I would just trust him, you know, he's going he's gonna to take care of the things that, that, that I need. Right. Uh, he's, I've never gone for want in those circumstances because God has always
0: provided. Yeah, well, and you hit the nail on the head when you talk about lean not on your own understanding. When I think about one of the things we're blessed with to be a part of Mission City is we have a lead pastor and a teaching team that teach the Word of God. Mm-hmm. not on you know a mystical dream or, or a feeling, but completely on the Word of God. When you read Scripture and you step out on faith to trust, you're being led by the Holy Spirit. And so as we're reading Scripture and learning more about God, it is the Holy Spirit combined with the Word of God that I can lean on, that I learn to trust, and I begin to understand. That's why it's important to know who God is. Um, both of us are taking the staff through the book, The Pursuit of God by A.W. Mm-hmm. Tozer. And in that book, one of the most famous quotes uh, that A.W. Tozer says is, um, the mo- the most important thing about you is what you believe about God, because that's talking about eternity and mm-hmm. how you handle situations. And so that's why it's important that the Word of God is preached. That's why it's important. The- Theology is important. And-, and here at Mission City, Kids ministry, student ministry, senior adult ministry, and everywhere in between, it is the Word of God. And when our pastor stands in the pulpit and says, hey, church, we're saying yes, period, to these things of God, he's taking it from the Word of God as he's being led by the Holy Spirit. And so as we're trusting in Pastor Matt and our elders and the staff and so forth, it's been a lot of prayer and leading by the holy spirit of god not just us in you know we're not asking you to follow us and we're just making this up as we mm. go along we truly are trusting in god for everything and it's like we're trying to say yes to the lord we're saying yes to the lord in and looking for our third campus, and we're like, we don't even know which area of town, which part of San Antonio, or that's going to be, but we want to be ready when he says, okay, this is where it is. And
1: that's exciting. It is. you know, That's exciting. The
0: the, the old saying is, if you stay ready, it keeps from having to get ready. Absolutely. So we're staying ready when God goes, okay, here's the area of town. We're going to go.
1: Yeah, uh, one of my favorite philosophers of all time, Ronald Reagan. You <clears throat> <clears throat> like Ronald Reagan? <clears throat> You're laughing over there, Benny. Uh, Ronald Reagan said— The hamburger tr-
0: guy? Oh, that's Ronald McDonald. That's Ronald McDonald. McDonald.
1: McDonald. McDonald. <laughs> president, former president, <laughs> oh, Ronald yeah. Reagan. He said, trust but verify. Well, who, what are we verifying with? You know, Pastor Matt, we, we talk about Pastor Matt and our teaching team preaching the Word each week. That's awesome. But you know what I think Pastor Matt and all, all the teaching team would say? Are you in God's Word verifying— you know, that's where we get our verification is in God's word. Yeah. And when 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 we when our teaching team preaches it and we're in God's word and we're studying God's word, we're we're trusting and we're verifying yeah. through the most trustworthy source right. God's word.
0: Just because somebody stands up on a stage and they have the Bible in their hand doesn't necessarily mean what they're teaching is right. That's why it is important. That's why in in Acts they were pray, the Bereans were praised because they went back and they verified the word of God. And so you hit the nail on the head. Pastor Matt would be the first to say, hey, you know, if you want to, if you want to debate what I'm teaching here, then we can talk about it. But your debate needs to come from the word of God. It doesn't need to come from just how you feel or, and and that's the problem I think we see in our society today is so often people want to take the Bible and bend it to the lifestyle they want to lead. And I think what I don't think. I know what Scripture teaches us that I'm supposed to bend my lifestyle to what Scripture says, not because it's 2023 or because it was 1954 or whatever it is. God's Word is timeless. It doesn't change. And so I don't care what the Supreme Court, how they define marriage or whatever. God's Word is clearly defined what marriage is. And all those things and so that's why it's so important to go back verify what does it say in the word of god and like you said our teaching team teaches the word of god but again go back and and double check it for yourself
1: yeah it's it's useful for everything that's what it talks about in timothy it's useful for instruction it's useful useful for encouragement correction correction, everything uh the, the word of god is and i think that's so important why we're why we're also would encourage you out there to be in a discipleship group where you're going through God's word, not just on your own. You're going with other guys or other ladies, uh, whoever that may be. And, and really discussing it, debating it. Uh, Hey, what is he, what is God really saying? And and having a good deep, uh, understanding of what God's word says, because that, also comes, that's also how we verify us. We, we think, well, you know, I'm reading this, and this is what I think it says, this is what God says, and then somebody else will like, sort of like, yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm sort of reading this, and you have a chance to discuss it, and and, uh, and no more, and in, in the Holy Spirit reveals truth to right. you when you read. You know, he's not just, the Holy Spirit will speak to you, but you know how God really speaks to us? is through his word, right. and if we're, if we're absent of his word, uh, we can confuse the Holy Spirit. With, we think Holy Spirit to, with our feelings, right. and I don't ever want to do that. I want to. No, I want to be verified in God's word. So that's the most trustworthy source. And so when God says, uh, uh, "Trust, trust me, and don't lean in your own understanding," I really should follow that yeah, whole for process sure. for sure. Well, yeah, and
0: I think we referenced David a little bit in how he slayed Goliath. You know, and he shows up at a campsite and and finds out that this giant is standing there threatening everybody. He's like, Are you guys gonna do anything about this? We we have the most powerful entity ever, you know, powerful person ever in God. We somebody needs to step up and fight this giant, you know, and you think you look at David's life and we're told in the Psalms that he started out as a shepherd boy, and one of the first things he did was protect the sheep from a bear or from a lion or from whatever, a wolf or whatever. And so he had these little fights along the way before he had the big fight with Goliath. And so sometimes when we are um uh, God is shaping us and preparing us it's in order for us to be able to look back over all the times God has been trustworthy in even the smallest of things you know when we think about that we're I, i'm like you know you don't get the bigger challenges until you are faithful in the smaller ones and so i think that's important for us to think about as well God, you know David wasn't like out of God's word and just some guy. And then God said, oh, go fight the giant. You know, he learned to trust along the way. And so sometimes we're not getting to do the God-sized things is because we're not trusting in the smaller things. And and sometimes they, and, and you know, here's what's funny too. When I say small things, in the moment, those are bigger things. When I look back, I realize it's kind of like the disagreement I might have with my wife. At the moment, it seems so... Big, you know this disagreement that we have, and then when we've you know made up, and I'm and I'm always the one that's wrong, and I look back <laughs> on it later on, I'm like, that was so minute that I made such an issue out of that. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just it was a small, small thing, and it's sort of the same thing. You, we have to learn in the small things, the everyday things, and trusting in God because, like you said, He has a proven track record. He's batting a 1,000. You know, I, you think about the, some of the greatest baseball players of, of all time. You know, you think about, you know, you and I were talking about this on our trip this last week. We were talking about guys that hit 300, you know. That means every, and for all of you uh, lay folks out there, that means every 10 at bats you get three hits, where if you take a test you're and a you failure. get three wrong, you get 30%. You're, you're a failure that's, at, at 30%. You don't move on. But yeah. in baseball. You're Hall of Fame. You, yeah, you're, you're in the All-Star game and you big contracts and all those yeah. kinds. Thanks for hitting three out yeah. of 10. God's 10 out of 10.
1: Yeah. You, you're talking about David and his trust. He said in Psalms 27, that some people put their trust in horses and chariots. I put my trust in the Lord, you know, because the things of this world aren't trustworthy. He knew that. Right. He said it didn't, you know, he didn't have trust in that slingshot. He didn't have a trust in those rocks. Right. He had a trust in God. Right. And you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the, it wasn't the rocks and the slingshot that killed Goliath. It was it was his faith in God right. uh, that allowed him to overcome and right. and and complete the task that God had laid before him.
0: And last week we referenced the widow with the with the Midas coming, you know, the small coins, and it says she gave a she trusted balada. out of, with, yeah, she trusted everything. So sometimes, and you talked about last week about being comfortable. Uh, okay, I'll give as long as I have a reserve. Or I'll serve as long as I have the time. Or I'll, you know, we put these conditions, mm-hmm. and the widow was, you know, praised because there was no condition. She went, "You, you can have everything," because she knew that she had everything in the Lord. Yeah. You know, Mother Teresa had a had a famous quote that said, "Sometimes you don't realize that Jesus is all you need until Jesus is all that you have," and. Sometimes the Lord takes us to those places where we have to trust him. And so those are, you know, a lot of times we're like in the midst of that, it seems so when we look back on it, we're like, wow, was he faithful. And I'm so glad that I learned to trust in him and him alone, not in what the bank account said, not in what the doctor's report said, not in dot, dot, dot but in what God's Word says that I can stand on. And so that's what we're asking of people. We're saying get in the Word, get empowered by the Holy Spirit of God, and trust Him, not Pastor Matt, not in who the new teaching pastors are, yep. not in you and I, but completely trust in the Lord and the power of His Holy Spirit and His written Word.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the rest of the series.
0: I, I'm not just excited about what God's doing at Mission City, you know, which... Is, is individuals, the church's people. I, I can't wait to hear families going, for the first time I stepped out in true faith mm. and served in this capacity or gave in this capacity. I cannot wait. Here we are in, uh, it's March 1st, all right? A year from now, I cannot wait to see families that were restored and all these things because they trusted God. I cannot wait to see what God is going to do through us trusting Him. Exciting times. It really is. Exciting times. I love being a part of what God's doing right now at Mission City. And if you don't have a church home and you're in the San Antonio area... We want you to come and be a part of Mission City. Or if you're listening from somewhere else, find a church that is teaching the word of God. Find a church that is challenging you to step forward, not a church that's letting you just be comfy and cozy in the chair or in the pew, but a church that is truly challenging you to step out and trust the God who loves you and sent his son to die for you.
1: Awesome, Dave. Been a great week. It has been. It's been great being with you. Benny, thanks for everything. Thanks for having me. And we're we're excited about yes, and period. Uh, we'll, period. And we'll <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right, take care. God bless. Thanks for tuning
0: in to this episode of the Mission City Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening on because it really does help us out. Thank you again. And we'll see you next time.